0: This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey, Jade. Hi, Carly. How's Hi, Brooks. It? Brooks is here, too. <laughs> and hello, everybody who is listening. If you can hear my my little one, he's, he's nursing right now and his little noises.
1: So. I love those little noises.
0: They're really the best. Baby noises are just heaven. They're sent from heaven. They really are. Uh, Speaking of babies,
1: my baby is moving so much right now.
0: Are you to the point where you can almost see the like footprints when they kick you? No. I mean, my stomach
1: finally, like if you look at it and the baby's moving, like my stomach like really twitches and really moves. and And you can see the rolling of things, but it's still not at the point where I'm like, oh, Look, it's like an elbow coming out or a foot or I I don't feel like I'm there yet. Yeah. But like last night I wore, you know, that dress we have from Priv that's like that gray dress with the thumb holes. Yes.
0: I thought that that was it when I saw you at karaoke. I I was like, that's our dress.
1: Yeah. I wore that to uh, a karaoke party last night for a birthday and I was like, oh, okay. Like my stomach is big now. Like it was the first time that I put on an outfit for a, where I was like, I mean that's like form fitting anyway, but I was like, oh my stomach is like big.
0: But it actually looked really cute on you because you are all belly, so it you're is, just like yeah, this. I'm a lot
1: of just belly.
0: You're just like this tiny person in a cute dress, and then you turn around and there's this round tummy, but it's adorable. It
1: was so funny. My um my gyno the other day was like, oh you finally have no belly
0: button. It's just flat against your stomach, and I was like, I don't know that that's a compliment. <laughs> Really? I felt like that happened so early for me where I lost my, I mean, my belly button just went and stretched away so fast. I mean, mine stretched away, but now it's like, I mean, it really
1: is. It's like zero belly button. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's like a little divot. Um, But yeah, I do feel like I can finally feel him moving more. Like, I know they talked about when you have your placenta in the front that mm -hmm. you don't feel the movement as much. and I. I feel him so much more now that I'm bigger and he's bigger.
0: Do you get any kind of like back kicks at all? Cause when I was pregnant with Brooks, I would feel it almost in my tailbone. Like he was like on my tailbone and it would, and it would or it would hurt I'd feel like he was almost like scraping the spine. No, I feel That's so like, nice.
1: so I, I have hemorrhoids again. Mm. Shocker there. But I feel like there's sometimes that he's like right on top of my butthole. Yeah. And totally. like, I was even like walking around a furniture store yesterday and I was like, I feel like I'm going to poop this baby out. <laughs> like, and I knew it was just like him hitting my hemorrhoids or something that was causing, there's just so much pressure lower. Yeah. So I feel like he's like either kicking my butthole or my vagina and I'm just like, whoa, like you're, you're just in a different further back further down position than bella ever
0: was totally i also think yeah. that like second and third and fourth pregnancies they just get harder and they just like things like that are just more apparent you know like our first pregnancy yeah well you were sick the whole time but i feel like yeah, they mm-hmm. just get harder and harder it's like oh. how are you doing how's how's a uh, mom life in it's, your neck of the woods it's 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 good. I had a little moment this past week where I was just having a lot of anxiety for some reason. And I don't even know why I, it would hit me like at 10 o'clock at night. And I would just get super anxious and couldn't sleep. And it was just really, really bothering me. And so I'm kind of trying to work on that right now. But um Emmy's really good. Brooks is really good. We're we're just kind of learning this life of two children I don't know. I just been having anxiety and I got a lot of advice to just like go do some me time or go get out. And it's not that it's not, I don't know what it is. It's and there's gotta be something underlying to it, I guess with just newborn mom life and something. I don't know. I mean, it's newborn mom life is so hard. Yeah. And I have like, and a- not
1: sleeping is so hard.
0: Yeah, and we're trying yeah, we're trying to learn the sleep thing. My hormones are everywhere. I've been talk mm-hmm. about sweating. I've been having hot flashes that oh are just gosh. so crazy and I know it's just a hormone thing, but hot flashes that make me like stink, like Tan like I was telling oh. you, Tanner was like, Jade, you never stink and he's like, You stink I'm like, I know I'm like I'm hot flashing in the middle of the night, I'm hot flashing during the day. Oh <laughs> you know? god. Everything's just your my body's just really trying to figure itself out, you know. But
1: well, it'll take time, but it eventually you won't stink anymore. I'm I looking,
0: think. I'm looking forward to that because he's like, don't you wear deodorant? And I'm like, yeah, duh. Of course I put deodorant on. I'm like, I don't know. It's just hormones. But yeah, hormones, gosh,
1: hormones make your body so crazy.
0: Yeah. And now I just now I'm self-conscious. So I'm like out there stinking.
1: I don't I mean, I don't think that you are. <laughs> he sits like way closer to you than anyone else ever would. <laughs> That's true. You know true. What I mean?
0: But I, I went to um, this mommy event the other day and I'm like, yes, I'm I was going to ask you about that. I'm pretty sure I was a s- stinky. No, it went really but good. you looked really pretty. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It was really good for my soul. Like, I guess that was kind of one of those I needed to get out of the house and do something for myself. And there was just so many inspirational mommies there. And I left feeling like on this high and just feeling really rejuvenated and not alone in certain things. And it was just really nice. I'm that's so I like, nice. I need to do this more often. I was glad when I talked to you like right after it because
1: I could tell you were like on the mommy juice high. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really nice. I was like, oh yay, you're like smiling and you're like you're like, man, this is great.
0: I guess it was just because the focus wasn't so much about like my life and myself and my kids. I really gotta to listen to other people's stories and just hear what they go through. And, yeah. and how they get through their days. And it was just really inspiring and just made me feel really connected to people. And I guess I haven't That's felt so nice connected in a long totally. time to other women. Well, because you're like
1: just trying to be with your kids and take care of your kids and take care of your husband. And it's like almost like you're living in like a little bitty box.
0: Yeah, it's almost all consuming.
1: Right. So it was really nice. Even hearing you talking about the women that were like in the panel, how many inspirational women are just out there like trying to help other women actually brings me to talking about our guest who is very requested guest like one of our most requested guests ever i would I would say so yeah from uh she has an instagram called taking care of babies she is the sleep guru of babies from two and under and she's going to be on with us. Her name is Kara. And she's going to be on with us talking to us about sleep, gentle sleep training. She really got into this because she wanted to, one, get sleep herself, but like help other people get sleep
0: and babies get sleep. I think it's so amazing when you hear somebody's story, which you guys are going to hear. And just um, like you said, she just has a heart for others. And she was seeing so many women tired and she wanted to be the change. And I think yeah. that's I think that's just so cool. And so yeah, she- and it's
1: cool. Even, like, the panel of women that you were at with this event, like, they're literally there just to talk to women, to help women. And I think it's it's so nice to be part of that, like, environment. Absolutely, it is. Even if you're not there, just to listen to it, like, on podcasts and everything. Just really, like, almost be immersed in that because it's just good. It's good juju.
0: It is. It really is. <laughs> um, I do want to say, too, though, for everyone out there that um, Kara, she does offer sleep training classes but this is just an educational podcast just for anybody who's out there having interest in sleep training or they do sleep train or they're just trying to get some sleep for themselves and their babies but we aren't taking a side on anything we support women so if you choose to co-sleep if you choose to do whatever you do that works for you we think that that's amazing and we want to support you this is just a resource and somebody out there who has a program who's worked for her and who knows it's worked for other women we think she's amazing she has a heart for everybody and we're really excited to have her on just to share what she believes in so i have a confession to make i love having a glass of wine in a social setting with my friends or if tanner and i are watching one of the bachelor franchise shows but i feel like it's hard to know when you're breastfeeding if you're supposed to pump and dump and waste your milk or if you don't if you're giving your baby breast milk that may have some alcohol in it and upspring actually created something called milk screen which is a two-minute at-home test that detects alcohol in your breast milk. Because everyone metabolizes alcohol differently, the amount of time it takes for the alcohol in breast milk to metabolize also varies. No more guessing if your breast milk contains alcohol or not. With MilkScreen, you can watch The Bachelor and enjoy that glass of wine with peace of mind. MilkScreen is made by Upspring, a mom-founded and mom-run company that makes innovative health and wellness products for moms and babies. And our listeners can get 25% off on Milk Screen or any Upspring purchase by using the code UPSPRING25 at UPSPRINGBABY.COM. That's 25% off any Upspring purchase, plus free shipping. That's UPSPRINGBABY.COM, promo code UPSPRING25 for 25% off. Cheers, mamas! Okay, everybody. So this has been a long-awaited guest. I know you guys are all excited. We're excited. We have Kara here from Taking Care of Babies. And we are so excited to have you talk all about baby sleep. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Yay! We are so excited, too. So I downloaded your newborn class, and I kind of watched everything that was, like, about you. And I learned so much about you. But I'd love for you to tell our listeners about yourself and exactly how you got started in the business of baby sleep. I would love that. So
2: my name is Kara and I am the founder of Taking Care of Babies and it's Kara. It's like very name, clever. I Babies. love that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But I'm a nurse. I, I'm a neonatal ICU nurse, labor and delivery nurse. I'm a uh, mama four, wife of a pediatrician and baby sleep expert. So I started my career in the neonatal ICU, which is sick and premature babies. I did that for about five years, and then I cross-trained over to labor and delivery. I was one of those people born to be a labor and delivery nurse. I loved it. Did it all through having all four of my babies. After my fourth was born, I started working in an OB office measuring pregnant bellies, listening to heart tones, fetal heart tones. So I started working in this OB office. And when I was there, I realized, oh my gosh, these moms are tired. They would come in for their postpartum visit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to help them. Because when we brought our first baby home from the hospital, I was like, how hard can this be? I'm a baby nurse. He's a baby doctor. We got this. We take care of babies for a living, right? Right. Well, during the day we were pretty good. At night we were a hot mess. <laughs> so <laughs> we, I was like, "Babe, how do regular people do this? I am so tired." Fast forward eight months, and this baby girl literally was up every forty-five minutes to an hour all oh my night gosh. every. Oh my morning. gosh! Oh my gosh! And so I, so I say to my husband, who's a pediatrician, like, "Babe, help me! Help me!" Like. How do you get babies to sleep? And he says, Kara, do you think they teach us that medical school? (laughs) I don't know. They tell us how important sleep is. I don't know how to do this. So that really got me started on this journey to figure out infant sleep. I just started researching evidence-based scientific medical journals. I wanted to know, like, okay, on every level, I want to understand baby sleep. So my husband says I got obsessive about it. I say I was dedicated to (laughs) it. Whatever the case, I got that baby girl sleeping. And then I became like a guru amongst our friends. Like, oh, you're having sleep troubles? Ask Kara. And then it was like their friends and then friends of friends. And so I'm still delivering babies and just kind of, you know, the sleep girl. Like they they would go ask Kara. She knows all about sleep. And then we had three more babies in four years. And so it was just like, okay, I got lots of practice on this. You were busy. (laughs) Well, I was busy. So you... When I see you with your toddlers and your newborns and your pregnant bellies, I'm like, "Girls, I'm just a decade ahead of you. I was there. I walked in your shoes. I know what it's like. You're doing great." Oh, thank you. But I, all of that. So that was my experience. So now I'm working in this OB office, and these moms come in postpartum visits, six week olds, and they are exhausted. And I just kept looking at them, going, "I know I can help you. I know I can make a difference in your life." And that was the start. Charlie, my youngest started preschool and mama started taking care of babies. And that was the beginning. That was the birth of taking care of babies. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Thank you. So I was going to ask you, because I know that sleep training can have a bad connotation and I know there's like totally different methods out there. There's so many different kinds of methods. Do you consider your programs sleep training? I'm
2: so glad you brought this up because I think for a lot of people, for some people, Sleep training can mean like you put babies in a cold, dark room and you let them starve and you let them scream and that you just, you sleep and you're in heaven and they're screaming. Okay. I don't believe in starving babies. I don't believe in putting babies in cold, dark rooms and you're sleeping in heavenly peace and they're just in there screaming without any mommy support. No, no, no. Let me tell you. So I am a big advocate in meeting a baby where they are developmentally. So I have a newborn class and in this class, it's not sleep training. It's all about laying a healthy sleep foundation. It's all about like, let's meet them where they are developmentally. Developmentally, we shouldn't be letting them cry in the newborn stage. They they don't have the skills for that. And so let me show you how to meet them right where they are. And then I have an ebook called Navigating Months 3 and 4. And this is a book that's going to show you like, okay, Now they're kind of going through this regression. What can we do to build on those skills? Still not sleep training. And then I have for five to 24 month olds, I have a sleep training class. And this is a class. This is what I did with Ella after all that research. It's a 14 night plan to 10 to 12 hours of sleep. And it's going to walk you through step by step. We're going to gradually wean night feedings. I'm going to show you what to do at bedtime. I'm going to show you what to do at every night waking I'm going to help you set up naps. So that is sleep training, but you're a part of the journey. You're going to be with your babies. And so whatever method you choose, and I'm like, here you go. Here are some methods that you can pick, but let me walk you through it and show you step-by-step what to do. So to answer your question, we're going to meet them right where they are developmentally.
0: I love that because with Emerson, I, I didn't really have any kind of sleep format. I just winged it and tried to feed off of her cues, but I didn't understand baby sleep cues. I was tired all the time. She was up at weird hours. They, I remember when she was like four to six months, she would be up at 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then she'd take her first nap. And I'm like, what is this? So I'm so excited about your class because with Brooks, I now understand more of the sleep cues and I feel like I have a better grasp of it. And I'm like, maybe I actually can be that mom who's not a zombie, even though I look back and I love all the moments that I was holding my baby while she was napping. But with a toddler, I just don't I just can't do that anymore. You know, I have a toddler pulling at my arms while I'm trying to take care of a baby. So I love that you how you explain it, because that gives me a lot of peace of mind, because I have kind of feared sleep training because I've heard the cry it out till, you know, they're inconsolable or, you know, and all these things. So it's nice to know that you have a plan that's more gentle. Yeah. Jade, let me tell
2: you, as a mom, I'm like you and Carly, you're probably the same. Like I love to hold babies. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love rocking babies. I love a sleepy newborn on my chest, just let us lay here and snuggle. I don't ever want to take that away from any mom. My goal is for you to enjoy that. You waited so long for these babies. I want you to snuggle them and enjoy them. I yeah. want to offset that with a balance of, but let's practice a nap or two in the crib, or maybe we baby wear because. You're going to take your older one out. And we're going to go do something and live life.
0: Is that a part of your plan then? Like I can baby wear?
2: <laughs> of course you can. I would never take that away from you. It's one of my favorite things ever. I never um, did so, that and ever. You didn't? No, I couldn't.
1: Jay t- no. tried to show me one time how to do the wrap. Couldn't figure out the wrap. So then I got the like baby Bjorn like carrier yeah. thing and then couldn't fit Bella in it right. She was like too small and so I, n- I just never did it. And I look at like all these moms that are traveling with multiples, and I mean, even moms that are traveling with one, and they just look like they're having so much
2: easier of a time. <laughs> like I need to get into right, this. Just I know. Up. Like I really need to do this this time. Jade, we're gonna help Carly. We're gonna get that. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's like a wrap or the Bjorn or something, we'll get you this next time. Because when you have this next one, you're gonna need those hands. Yeah. So, yeah, that's very true. It's good. It's good. And it's not for everybody. Some moms are like, no, I'm not into it. I don't like it. Okay, that's all right, too.
0: You don't have to be. It is like my oxytocin dose of the day. Like, put my baby on my chest. He's little, like, breathing noises right below me. Oh my God, it's the best. Okay, who
1: out there calls their dog their first baby? Because. I got Huck before I ever had Bella and he really is my first love. He's my first baby. And my dog's health is way too important to feed him some highly processed, burnt brown kibble for every meal. No, Huck, you are too special. And that is why I have switched to the farmer's dog. It's real food cooked fresh and delivered right to my door. It's so easy. All the meals are made from fresh meat and vegetables so there's no wondering what's in Huck's food because I can actually see it and I can see every ingredient. There's no processing, no sitting on shelves for months at a time, just real fresh food in my dog's bowl every single morning and every night. And I have to say their customer service is amazing. You can text, email, or call them anytime and they'll pair you with a pet expert who can help you I've been feeding Huck this food for weeks now and the results have been so insane he has a smoother coat fresher breath hello thank you puppy breath again and better poops hey it's a thing I'm really happy about it. And the Farmer's Dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dog a better diet. You just start your free trial today by going to FarmersDog.com slash mommies, and you'll save 50% and get free shipping. That's the FarmersDog.com slash mommies for 50% off your trial with free shipping. That's FarmersDog.com slash mommies. Your dog is going to thank you. So your program is for... Two years and under.
2: Correct. So taking care of babies is all about babies under two. My gosh.
1: I'm just so thankful that you went, I know this sounds bad, but you went through it first. (laughs) Now, you're so wise that you can actually tell other women, hey, you don't have to go through it. You had sent us some myths and misconceptions about sleep training. And one of them is like, oh, we're just going to be tired. And that's okay. Like, that's just being a good mom. But that's... right. But you
2: don't have to be right. I think there's almost a badge of honor in our society. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sleep deprived. I'm a good mm-hmm. mom. I'm at the end of my rope. I haven't slept in seventeen right. years. Therefore, I'm a really good. <laughs> yeah, right? totally. Don't you feel that? Like don't you see it? Hashtag sleep is for the week. Hashtag team no sleep. Yes. Right? Like it's this badge of honor. Well, I don't know about you, but let's just talk about our husbands for a minute. When you're oh, tired. Yeah. When you- <laughs> Are you nice to him? Are you (laughs) nice to him? You
0: guys. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, especially when they're getting all the sleep. You look over and they're sleeping peacefully and you're changing the diaper in the middle of the night and you're like, look at you
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's for you to wake up. But think about it when you are so tired. Are you like connected and bonded and giving to no. him? And like, I just want to be connected to you. When I'm tired, I'm cranky, right? Yeah, cranky.
0: You're like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Just stand yeah, over there. And it's, exactly. it's hard to even be bonded with your baby
1: because you can get so frustrated at them.
2: That's right. That, and that's my point. That's my point. When we are sleep deprived, we have nothing left to give. We like, how do you bond well when you're exhausted and at the end of your rope? I remember for me, you guys, and you know this with Ella, I loved her more than my life. It was a love like no other. But in the night, I was like, sweet baby girl, I've given you all of me all day long. I am so. Tired. I am so exhausted. Please, I would take two hours of sleep right now. Like, you just get to the end of your rope, and it doesn't. What I found for me when I started sleeping, I became the best mom. Like, that's when I was like, oh, this is the mom I was meant Uh to be. Not the tired, exhausted, sleep deprived mom. That I don't think we're at our best when we're exhausted like that. So, take off that badge of honor. Sleep deprivation is not a badge of honor. Your kid is a zombie too because they're not getting any sleep Mm -hmm. either. Right. And that's something. Let's talk about that. Like, sleep is a biological need. I used to think like all well, these good mommies, they don't mind getting up and rocking their baby 17 times a night. Like they're so good. And I'm just a bad mom because I want to sleep. But as a mom, what's our job to meet their mm-hmm. needs? Sleep is such an important need for babies. That is part of meeting their needs, helping them learn to sleep. Right. And don't you feel like Babies are just supposed to come out knowing how to sleep, right? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, they slept so much in the womb. Shouldn't they know how to do this in life? Right, right. That's another misconception I think a lot of people tell us. Oh, when babies are tired, they'll just sleep, right? When a baby gets tired, won't they just sleep? Have you guys heard oh, that? yeah.
0: I think that that's kind of like what I thought with my first child, Emerson, is that she would just fall asleep and I would hold her. And like I said, sometimes from 4 a.m. to 9 a.m., she wouldn't go back to bed. But I wasn't paying attention to her cues either. I just thought, oh, when she's tired, she'll just nurse to sleep. And that wasn't always the case, but I didn't understand that.
2: Right. When you and I get tired, what do we do? We want to go to sleep. When babies get tired... Instead of just like, okay, I think I'll go to sleep. Sometimes they do. But the, the other side of that coin is sometimes their little bodies get flooded when they get overtired with hormones, adrenaline, cortisol, and those hormones tell their little bodies stay awake, stay awake. Oh, yeah. And then they're like overtired. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard to get an overtired baby to sleep because it's like you and I, we just finished running a marathon. We can't just lay down and go to sleep. Right. So when they get overtired, it's so hard. And that's why in my classes, I want to teach you those cues so you don't miss them. Because when they get overtired, that's when you see like colic-like symptoms. What does it look like when a baby's overtired? They get rigid. They arch their back. They cry hysterically. They have red faces, right? Like right. colic-like symptoms. And so, so many people think, oh, my baby's colicky. And I just want to be like, okay, okay. can can you take my newborn class? Because so many parents thought they had colicky babies. And after they learned, they're like, oh, he's not
0: colicky. He's overtired. Mm -hmm. So that's so interesting because we thought Emerson had colic. (laughs) She did have a dairy allergy and that was a part of a lot of her tummy issues. She would. And I think that caused a lot of her being unable to sleep as well. But I never realized that makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, right. And yeah,
1: Bella never slept no, I- either. She was always crying and we were always like, Oh my gosh, why did this kid never wants to sleep? Which she actually does even now, if we're traveling or something, she gets overtired, she doesn't sleep. She won't she's not like the kid that like will pass out. She's the kid that gets like right. manic and crazy and then just keeps pushing herself forward. And then that's when like accidents happen and they fall and they whack their head into a wall. Bella like has a bruise right. in her face, I swear every week from being accident prone, but that just comes from me. It's like the things that you don't know until you know. She was really tired and her from a baby till now, nothing's changed when she gets overtired. It's the same thing that she
2: does. And parents will say that, they, they get silly, they get cranky, they get fussy, they get difficult, mm-hmm. you know, because they get overtired.
0: Everybody knows that it's beneficial to take a prenatal vitamin while you're pregnant, but it also matters what prenatal vitamin you're taking. You can also start taking prenatal vitamins when you're trying to conceive or even before you're trying to conceive just so your body is ready and supplemented. And the quality actually really matters. That's why moms love the perfect prenatal multivitamin from New Chapter because it's fermented so it's better absorbed by your body. Perfect prenatal incorporates targeted nutrients for healthy pregnancy and fetal development. The vitamin is fermented for better nutrient absorption. It's fermented with beneficial probiotics and whole foods to make it easily digestible and so gentle you can take it anytime, even on an empty stomach. It's non-GMO, project verified, 100% vegetarian, certified gluten-free, and no added sugar or sweeteners, unlike prenatal gummies. I took this vitamin when I was pregnant, and I now take the postnatal vitamin from New Chapter. I love it. I feel like such a difference when I take it. You guys can find New Chapter at the vitamin shop, Whole Foods, or your local health food store. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I want to talk about another misconception or myth that you sent us, which is never wake a sleeping baby. People say that all the time, never wake a sleeping baby. And you said that there will be times where you should.
2: Right. There are times where I will say you need to wake a sleeping baby and I get it. Everybody's like, what are you doing? Why would you wake that baby? Right. Okay. So let's talk about when do you wake a sleeping baby for babies who are taking more than one nap a day. So kind of under that 15, 16 month age, we never want a nap to go longer than two hours. And here's why oh. we need to get calories in during the day. So babies only need so much sleep in 24 hours. And so what we need to do is space those naps out through the day and get those calories in too. So let's say we get one three hour nap and then they're awake for, Five hours, like you said, you saw with Emmy, like she would get so overtired. Mm-hmm. So, what we need to do is if your baby's napping longer than two hours, wake them up. It's time to get those calories in. Let's spread these naps evenly throughout the day so that our babies don't get overtired. Mm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Baby's got to eat. That's right. We need those calories.
0: I know. And it's hard as like moms when you're like, yeah, my baby's sleeping three hours tonight or th- during her nap. We're like so excited. We get everything done. But then we're kind of messing ourselves up for the night. That's exactly right. Like, So
2: you get a three hour nap, but then you get to be up a lot in the night because they're like, hey, I'm good. You know, so <laughs> just we want to get that long stretch of sleep at night and spread those naps evenly throughout the day.
1: I always tell Evan, I'm like, if I could just be a little more organized in life. And I'm like, gosh, Carly, this is like one area you need to be so organized. But then it'll pay off for everybody.
2: Well, it will. But Carly, listen, I don't want you to like feel. Haven't we all met that mom that like has no life because like her life revolves around nap time and a schedule and rigidity? I don't want that for you. I want you to go. Okay, we're going to Target. Okay, we're we're run, we're making some runs here. We're we're living life. That's what I want for you. I want that balance. Sure, naps are important. Sure, bedtime is important. But your family is in town and you want to go out for dinner. Okay, bedtime can be mm-hmm. later. Okay, so you're having a play date, and they fell asleep in the car. Okay, we'll get the next nap at home. Like I don't want you to feel like. To have good little sleepers, you have to have this rigid life. I want you to have a full life, not just about sleep, but about everything. That feels nice. (laughs) This is like a comforting (laughs) pillow I could go
0: lay down on right now. (laughs)
2: Just take a little
0: nap. It's true, though, because saying that if I have to stay home every day and base my schedule around naps sounds like I feel like the anxiety already from that just thinking a little about bit like that a jail. because then yeah. yeah and then if you fail then like your whole life is naps and then you're failing then you're gonna feel even worse
2: right you're, you're so right i just there's one message that i want for everyone to hear you can't fail at this you can't fail so you had a bad nap okay guess what two or three hours later we'll try again you know like you can't fail at this we'll just try again when you fall down you don't do we pick you back up we keep going
0: I love that. I love that you're such a cheerleader too. Like you're just behind all the mommies. I am. I believe in mommies. There's one question that when we said on our Facebook group that you were coming on that lots of people were asking because they follow your Instagram and they want to know what is the difference between just following your Instagram and then your programs? Okay, let's talk about that.
2: On Instagram,
0: I try to give
2: you So much good content. I try to give you nuggets all about baby sleep. If you're, if they're not following Taking Care of Babies on Instagram, they should, right?
0: Yes, I love, I mean, everyone talks about it. Everyone's just like in love with your Instagram, but there's so much good material on there.
2: I try, I try so hard to like really make it life-giving. Like, okay, let's talk about, what are you gonna do when siblings share a room? what's the dream feed? Let's talk about regressions. Let's talk about- Uh, when you go on vacation or if your baby gets sick and how that impacts sleep, Mm -hmm. right? So I try to give so much good content, little nuggets about baby sleep. But my classes are a plan to follow, a step-by-step plan. So let me put it like this. Let's say my goal is to get fit. My goal is to get really healthy, get fit. Okay, I know how to do that. We're gonna work out more, we're gonna eat healthy. Guess what, I found this Instagram account. It is full of great nuggets. It shows you recipes for a healthy dinner that the whole family loves. It shows you these bicep exercises that are like amazing. It shows you how to make these incredible green smoothies, all of that, right? Like awesome Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It does, doesn't it? Okay, but what if you said to me, Kara, I have a plan for you. I have a plan, a 14-day plan. And on Monday morning, you're gonna wake up and this is your exercise. For 45 minutes, you're gonna do this, 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 and this. And then for breakfast, you're gonna eat this. Lunch, this. Dinner, here's the recipe. Here are your snacks. Okay, that's Monday. Now Tuesday, here's your workout. Here's your plan. Here, Step-by-step plan. At the end of 14 days, I'm gonna be so much more successful following that plan, than if I just went, well, Look, I see these bicep exercises. Okay, I can do bicep. Okay, here's a green smoothie. Mm -hmm. So do you see the difference? For some, that's all they ever need. They just need nuggets. Let me just give you a little bit here and there. That works. But for others, they're like, okay, I have a goal. And I need a step-by-step plan. That's what my classes are.
1: Two weeks of doing something kind of gets it ingrained in your body and your baby's body to like that routine is already just kind of set in you.
0: Right. You're creating good habits. Yeah.
2: But I have this underlying message of like a lot of grace, a lot of like, you can't fail at this. Let me show you. Okay. We're going to be consistent and let me show you. We're going to walk through this, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Like, okay, I'm going to do these 14 nights and that means I can't ever leave the house or I need to do nights and naps together. Let's start with nights. You have a five to twenty-four month old. Let's just focus on your nights. Mm-hmm. Once your nights are good, let's start working on yeah, this. yeah. So let's just bite-sized pieces. Let's meet your baby right where they are developmentally and move
0: forward. You're, you're so, so smart. <laughs> smart. I
1: know. We I actually for <laughs> Bella, we were having so much trouble at night because she was just so awake. And Evan was working. I mean, gosh, I'm so thankful that I can work from home. I can't imagine also not having sleep when you're working mom and a working dad because then you have to be you almost go to work and then you're like zombie land at work i just i can't even imagine that like i just everybody is just rock stars with children really i have to but i remember the night nurse uh that we had she was really overwhelming me because she was you know she'd ask me like because i'm not organized She'd be like, okay, can you write down like the naps during the day? And then, and then she'd write down all the sleep at night and I would look at it and it would be like, I'd already be so tired and it'd be like this math equation that like I couldn't follow. And then gosh, I wasn't producing enough milk. So I still had to get up and pump every single night just to get a bottle to give to Bella for the night nurse. So I wasn't Mm -hmm. sleeping anyway. I mean, I just, gosh, I just, I guess I just didn't know the information was out there to help me like I just I don't know I'm just wowed and I'm so excited now that I know you that I can do things differently this go around and have an easier go of it than I did before
2: that's my goal I want that for you watch the newborn class while you're pregnant or even now like with Brooks Jade you can watch now it's not too late so I that's my goal I want to make it easier for you babies are babies like there are still going to be hard moments right But if I can take that sleepy brain and take some of the math equation out of it for you, that's my goal. I want to make life easier for you. I want you to love that newborn stage.
1: It is a fear. (laughs) You you know, you go into it, Mm -hmm. I think especially round. well, I don't know. I guess it just depends on, but like round two is always like if you didn't get sleep the first go around, you're like, oh, here we go again. Mm -hmm. I'm really scared, you know? But if you have tactics and plans and routines and you know help and tips, you go into it almost just like with a total flip flop mindset.
2: That's my goal. I just hope it's going to be different for you this time. That's my goal. Thank you. you. Me too. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, do boys sleep better than girls? Girls are always thinking Mm -hmm. and rationalizing things, Mm -hmm. (laughs) guys just like really go Mm -hmm. with the flow.
0: Or they say that your second baby will be chill if your first baby wasn't, which is not my case. <laughs> so I was like praying for a chill baby, and that's definitely not oh, the case. But.
2: okay, girls, it took me four to get a chill one. Oh four. no, don't say yeah, it. The fourth one was don't chill. Say it. <laughs> but, but I'm like, oh, they have my DNA. Yeah. yeah there's no chill in my DNA. Oh so gosh, mine so either. What was I expecting? That's so true.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's our fault. We did this to ourselves. <laughs> oh man do you need new prescription eyeglasses or sunglasses but you don't want to break the bank well 39 dollar glasses.com is an american company that's owned by two doctors in long island new york and to get your exact fit visit 39 dollar glasses.com and use their virtual try-on tool they created it's so cool you just take a selfie It allows you to see exactly how the frames will look on you before you even purchase them. I did this with my mom the other day and we had so much fun trying on the different frames and laughing at each other because of some of them, I mean, looked great. And others we were like, okay, now maybe next time. (laughs) To make it your glasses, they use high quality materials and name brand lenses to create your glasses at a fraction of the price you would normally pay. And it comes with free returns and a 100% worry-free guarantee. And if that's not enough, They also give you 4% cash back on every purchase. And if you have any questions, I recommend that you contact their highly trained customer service specialist via phone, email, or live chat. Get $10 off your order when you use code MOM10 at checkout. It's that easy. Again, that's $39glasses.com.
0: So I think that when people think of sleep training, they think, oh, my baby's going to sleep through the night. And I know that that's totally not true, that you consider that a myth. Can you explain? Because people are like, oh, I'm going to go to Kara. I'm going to buy her class. And my baby's going to sleep through the night. And then you say that. And they're like, wait, what?
2: Wait, what? Sleeping through the night is actually a myth. Wait, Kara, don't you help babies sleep through the night? Yes. But let's, let's dive in. Let's dive in and talk about that. What does sleeping through the night mean? My definition of sleeping through the night is 10 to 12 hours through the night, right? Whoever made up this definition of like five hours is sleeping through the night. I'm sorry. That doesn't count. I I need more sleep than five hours, right? But what does it mean to sleep through the night? Do you know that nobody actually sleeps through the night? I don't. You don't. definitely don't. None of us actually. You're you're like, no, I I definitely definitely don't. don't. No, nobody sleeps through the night. Here's what we do. We fall asleep at night and we each wake up six, eight, nine times a night. We wake up multiple times a night, often without even knowing we're awake. We come to the top of a sleep cycle. We wake up. We look around. Everything's still good. Yep. Okay. We Ooh, go that's right back creepy. To sleep. Can we do that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You don't even know you're doing it. And sometimes you do. Have you ever woken up and you're like, oh, I'm awake. Wait, I need to go back to sleep. Have you yeah, ever I, done that?
0: I definitely roll over like every time I think I kind of get to that point. I'm a, I'm a roller. So I think that's kind of when I flip. Yeah. I mean, I right. wake up so, Oh yeah. gosh,
1: probably at least 10 times to pee right now. But I
0: have noticed like sometimes Evan will wake <laughs> up
1: and I'll be like, oh, you woke up and like looked at me and he's like, what? Well, exactly.
2: We don't oftentimes, unless we're pregnant, then you're like, no, I know I'm awake because I have to body. Oh, yeah. But oftentimes we wake up, we come to the top of a sleep cycle we go right back to sleep. And so sleeping through the night simply is connecting one sleep cycle to the Mm. next. We wake up, we go back to sleep. And so as adults, we've gotten so good at it. Babies are just the same. They cycle through sleep cycles every 45 to 60 minutes all night long. And so when they, when you hear parents, and you'll see it all over my Instagram, my baby slept through the night, here's what they did. They fell asleep and they- connected one sleep cycle and went back to sleep they woke up and they went back to sleep and they woke up and they went back to sleep without any intervention needed and that's what sleeping through the night is all about and that's what i teach babies are going to wake up multiple times a night sometimes they need to be fed when they woke when they wake up other times they just need to know how to go back Mm, to sleep in the night
1: that makes total sense
2: so here's the trick falling asleep at bedtime independently when they can learn to fall asleep on their own at bedtime, mm. that's the building block for connecting those sleep Interesting. cycles. Interesting. Let me explain. Tonight, let's say you fell asleep in your bed and you woke up an hour and a half later in your neighbor's bed. Are you going to roll over and go back to sleep? I am not. <laughs> no. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> You're going to scream and I cry because are wants to wake up with <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so... That's what our babies do. They fall asleep. Like, let's say we're nursing or we're feeding or rocking or bouncing them to sleep. And then I drift off to sleep and I'm in my mommy's arms and she smells so good and she feels so good. And then I can't lay down in this crib. So I wake up, I come to the top of a sleep cycle. Wait, where am I? Uh, This isn't where I fell asleep. What do you do? You want to call 911 and scream and cry, right? Just like you said you would do. That's what babies do. Mm. So the trick is to help them learn to fall asleep in their crib or bassinet at night. So when they come to the top of a sleep cycle, they're like, oh, I know where I am. I'm in my bassinet. Okay, I'll go back to sleep. Does that make sense?
0: Completely. Yeah, that makes total sense. That's one thing that I am proud of myself that I am doing with Brooks this time is I've figured out that around like seven thirty, he wants to go to bed and he'll sleep he sleeps about five hours right now and then he wakes up so but then I don't go to bed till like 11 and then that's where I s- screw myself <laughs> but he's I've noticed which I never knew with Emmy that when I lay him down in his bassinet he's ready to go to sleep by himself and I just I think I just felt guilty for leaving them alone I guess but he's he likes it
2: There's no guilt in that because during the day you held them for this nap and you held them for that nap. Now we're going to practice falling asleep in the crib or bassinet for this nap and we're going to practice at bedtime. And so it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be this horrible experience if we can start from the beginning laying that healthy sleep foundation. That totally makes sense. So as a first time mom, I had no clue what a wake window was. A wake window is the time when a baby opens their eyes and the wake window is how long are they awake before they need that next Mm. nap? That's their wake window, okay? And that's typically, it varies from baby to baby, but it kind of goes with their age. So for example, let's talk about a seven-month-old. Their wake window is about three hours. So from the moment they open their eyes, until they're looking for their next nap, is three hours. And so if you know, oh, okay, so in about three hours, she'll need a nap. That sets you up for success because, okay, now you're going to start watching for those Mm -hmm. sleepy cues, and then you'll be ready for that nap. Okay? And you can go to takingcareofbabies.com slash blog, and I have have blogs. Like, okay, so my baby's, uh, let's say, six weeks old. What's the wake window? It's about 60 to 90 minutes, which, so you see for these teeny tiny newborns, they're not awake very long. That includes their feeding time. So if you feed them for let's say 30 minutes, you've got 30 minutes and then it's nap time. They are looking for a nap. And remember what we talked about. If they get overtired, then what? Then they start that adrenaline cortisol rush. They get overtired. They start looking like colicky baby. They're really hard to put to sleep. So if we are aware of these wake windows, it helps us so that they don't get overtired.
0: I have a question then with the wake windows. So if your baby wants to nurse to sleep and you know that they have a while to go, do you try to keep them up?
2: Okay. So your baby wants to nurse to sleep, right? Here's Mm -hmm. my, here's my one thing. Try to do one thing to break up the eat and the sleep. One thing, maybe it's swaddle them up. Maybe it's, you know, if they're older, you're nursing and then you read a book and then you go to bed. Why do we do that? Well, it goes back to that, nobody actually sleeps through the night. We all come to the top of a sleep cycle. So if they're nursing, let's talk about with my daughter. So if they're nursing to sleep, guess what they need when they come to the top of a sleep cycle? Back to sleep. Right. (laughs) So that's when parents see these 45 minute naps because, well, I nursed him to sleep. That's one sleep cycle. I'm awake. Guess what I need to go back to sleep? Nursing, rocking, bouncing, feeding, whatever it was. That's what I experienced with my own daughter. Every 45 minutes to an hour, she was awake. She needed to be nursed. Why? Because I nursed her to sleep. Now, Babies fall asleep at the breast. that happens. Babies fall asleep while you're giving them a bottle. No guilt, no shame. Do your best. Try the next feeding to try to break up that eating and the sleep.
0: Thank you that's that was just me wondering for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's good.
2: <laughs> and watch that class. I know you're tired, Jade. I know you're like, no, I can't. Carly, watch the class now yeah, while I you're like, okay, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent okay, we'll get it. but it will. I know you're tired. It's going to help you. It's going to help you so much.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I know. I've always just been so, I don't know why, just so hesitant about doing sleep training. And I think that it's because I feel like it makes me a bad mom. You know, there's something in my head that's something about it. And so it's nice just talking to you because like I said, I feel like it's given me permission to not feel that guilt and that it feels like it's safe. I feel like there's something about it that made me feel like I wasn't keeping my baby safe for some reason. I don't know, know what it was, just the guilt. So it's so nice to talk to you because I feel a lot of that lifted off of me and I don't have to have that pressure on myself. So thank you.
2: And that's, I, I hope for any mom listening for you too. And for any mom listening, guilt, shame, it just doesn't, it's not productive in motherhood. It doesn't, it doesn't help us. And I'm gonna tell you, I felt the same way. I felt like, oh my gosh, I I don't wanna be a bad mom. I wanna be a good mom. But I'm telling you, once you're well rested and your baby's well rested, that's when you can be the best mom to your baby.
0: Besides being a mom, what makes you light up? Like what else is like your passions?
2: Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, so I live in Phoenix in the middle of the desert and I am a girl who belongs on the beach that makes me light up we are I'm taking the kids to Coronado which if you've never been to Coronado you need to visit it's off the coast of San Diego it's this little well it's actually a peninsula it's not really an island but I love it so next week we are going there so that makes me light up you know what else makes me light up of course my kids and their stuff and you know just being a mom but chips and salsa with my friends oh yeah that makes me light up that sounds good yeah isn't that good I have this new little kick that I'm working on, my Peloton. Have you seen those commercials that like spin bike? good for you. So so I'm equal parts chips and salsa and Peloton. Okay, not really. I'm like (laughs) 70% (laughs) chips and salsa and 30% Peloton.
0: Hey, you deserve those chips and salsa. We all do.
2: That's, oh, thank you. That (laughs) makes
0: me light up too.
1: Add some queso in there. It makes me really light up. (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, that makes me light up. <laughs> and then, what advice do you have to any moms out there who just feel that they're struggling?
2: My best advice, if you're struggling, and this isn't just about sleep, okay? This is my best advice for any new mama. Here it is: ask for help. Mm-hmm. The strongest, most successful people in life know when to ask for help. There is no shame in asking for help. Last week, I was doing this Instagram takeover and I was answering questions about baby sleep and the girl who's Instagram she texted me and she's like oh my gosh you amaze me I don't know how you do it all and I'm like oh no 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 don't think for one minute I do it all first off taking care of babies is a team of 16 incredible women wow my husband is half day today he's going to pick up the kids my mom is making dinner and my daughter is throwing in a load of laundry. I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. I can't. And and I think I my hardest days when I was walking your road that you guys are in right now, those days of toddlers and babies and newborns galore, I was so bad at asking for help. And I look back and I think it could have changed my life. Just, Just say what you need. You know, can you pick up Ella from preschool today? And tell me, if your friend called you and she said you know what, I'm having a really hard day. Can you just pick up my kid from preschool and bring her here? Wouldn't you be like, I'll be there. What time Mm -hmm. do you need me? So I think as as moms, if we can just ask for help, number one, and be there for our friends, be there for our sisters, be there for one another.
1: I think sometimes people feel guilty for that, but just Mm -hmm. know. I was talking about this the other day. I was like, gosh, I've just asked for so much help lately. But everyone, it makes people feel good to help. You know, like it's like... Mm -hmm i love helping people like i mean that's why you do this because it makes you feel good to help people you know people are always looking to feel good and and sometimes you don't know how to do it jade and i talk all the time about we just need to give back more like how do we do this we and it's it's because you you feel really good when you give back so just know that like yes you're asking for help but
0: you're making those people feel great for helping too (laughs) And it's kind of like be the person who you wish would have been there for you when you were struggling. So it's like for me, like when you have your baby, if you called me and said, I need help, I'd get on the plane and I'd be there in a second for you because I wish somebody would have done that for me, you know? Like it's kind of just like this thing. And then I just feel like once you start sharing the help, it just kind of returns. And it's just good karma. I totally
2: agree. This season of your life, it's okay. If you're not in a season of giving back, if you are in a season Mm -hmm. right now of I'm in a take season right now, I'm if that's where you are, no shame. Yeah, totally. I am in a season of my life where guess what? Everybody can use the bathroom without being like that's really nice. I say get your shoes (laughs) on and everybody gets their shoes on. We get in the car and everybody buckles their seatbelt. I am in a season of life where I'm like, wait, what do you need? Oh, you need me to pick up your kid. You need me to run to the grocery store. You need a Starbucks. You need me to bring whatever it is. Let me help. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if if your season right now is, I've got a toddler. I'm at the end of my rope. I can't. Okay. That's okay. You will have a season. Yeah. Where, you're totally right. Where you can get back. Mm-hmm.
0: That feels that really good. Feel really just good. to like give myself permission mm-hmm. to just be that person because I do kind of feel sometimes like pressure to do. Like Carly said, like we feel pressure to do more, but I really don't have more right. to give. Yeah,
2: I totally agree. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think for moms that are like, okay, let's say you guys have these new babies and you're like, instead of, Hey, um, what can I do for you? In That moment you're like, I don't know. I- I'm just barely hanging on. <laughs> right. What do you, what you need me to come up with a list too? No. How about this? Hey, I'm running by the grocery store. What can I pick up? Yeah. I'm going to drop it off at your house. Totally. You or I'm going through the Starbucks line. What, what's on your order? I'm bringing it over. Or, you know, and, and you don't want to be pushy, but okay, you need a shower. Okay,
1: <laughs> you totally. You go get the showers. Showers are so
2: important. <laughs> right. Let, let me help you. You need to go brush your teeth. now. Don't be that pushy person that's like, go, go, let, let me take your baby. Don't be that person. But if you're like, hey, do you want a shower? I would love to come hold laundry or hold your baby and you go take a shower. Yeah.
0: Do you want to text these things to my husband? <laughs>
1: yes. I'm like, yesterday I didn't brush my teeth till like 5 p.m.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get there. It's overrated. <laughs> they don't fall out. It happens. You know, your baby doesn't care that you have no, bad breath. Did they not maybe, care. maybe they do. <laughs> Uh,
2: I, I have never heard a baby say, wow, her breath is horrible. You know what's <laughs> funny,
1: though? I worry about it. In the morning, I always brush my teeth before I go get Bella because I'm like, what if one day she looks at me and she's like, Ooh. <laughs> like would I be able wow. to handle it? <laughs>
2: Mommy used one.
1: I know what a weird thing because <laughs> now she knows like pu, so she knows like feet are uh-huh. stinky and like diapers are stinky. You know she'll like cover, she'll like plug her nose and go pu. So I'm like, oh gosh, if she ever was like, mommy
0: pu, like there's, then there you there got to call your friend to come over to
1: <laughs> give you a shower. <laughs> right, right,
0: there will be a day when they get to that age where they they just say what's oh, on their gosh. mind. They're so brutally honest. She will tell you, oh my Carly, gosh she'll be like, mom, your breath. Oh stays. my gosh, I'm so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: thank you so much Uh, for coming on and giving us all of this information. I can't wait to watch your new in class and, and just have some peace of mind going into this next baby. Like I'm just, I'm so excited. And I'm so excited for all the moms out there that I know that are going to get sleep and their babies are going to get sleep by having you on this podcast.
0: We want to tell our listeners that you're leaving them a special little surprise on our Instagram that if they go over to Mommy's Tell All, there is a code over there to get a little discount on your classes.
2: Yes, the first five-month bundle. That includes the newborn class and the ebook Navigating Months 3 and 4. There's a discount code over there for you. TakingKaraBabies.com. So it's Kara, like my name, C-A-R-A, TakingKaraBabies.com. Or on Instagram, it's TakingKaraBabies. Amazing.
0: Perfect. Thank
1: you so much for being on with us. Thank
2: you. We appreciate you.
0: Thank you so much. I think she's so sweet. I love Kara. I am so, so glad she came on because personally for myself, um, I did co-sleep with Emerson and I don't regret any of that, Mm -hmm. but I am looking forward to applying a lot of what she said, especially for the newborn stage, all of her tips for newborns, because Having a toddler and a baby in myself, I just don't have enough to be able to do what I did with Emerson and Brooke. Totally. Again, though, we totally support all women and all your family choices and however your child sleeps is perfectly fine. We're all just trying to figure out how to do this and your child is going to be perfectly healthy and okay if you choose to do whatever. They have a loving mommy and a loving home. So we want to stand in solidarity with However you choose to have your child sleep. Yes. And you know, if you've listened to
1: this podcast for a long time, that Jade and I are... Hot messes. Hot messes (laughs) with sleep throughout (laughs) Bella and Emmy's lives. So... We're going to take some of these tips or maybe all of these tips or none of these tips. We don't know what we're going to do, but it's so nice to have resources out there. If you choose to sleep train and if you don't, that's also just great. We're all just doing the best we can.
0: Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. From the Westwood One
2: Podcast Network.